Nikes, guys, this is episode DS. DS? DS. I thought you said DX. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, no, sure. no, no, no. I don't know about yeah, the D, D part. <laughs> Nueve DS. Yeah, I'm trying to speak Spanish because I'm working on my Spanish. But, guys, we are on episode 10. So, to the listeners out there that have list, lasted this long, thank God for you guys. We love y'all, right? So I'm joined by my brothers. I'm Bogsy, by the way. Who do I have here on my, the youngest one of us? Ooh, there we go. Now that'll teach the listeners. <laughs> yes, there we go. There we go. Who's the youngest one here? Hey, my my nipples popped there. up real quick. I knew it. There we go. <laughs> I, know, I know who's the Lucky youngest. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look at that bitch. Hey, yep. may, may God bless us all. But yes, hey, what's going on, guys? Um, Jake the Snake or Steve-O, whatever you want to call it. Whatever your flavor is, man. I'm all about life, baby. I'm all about life. So oh, yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, that is me. I am the guy with the voice. <laughs> yes. There we go. Absolutely. All right, and we can't forget tomorrow. The silent majority here. There right? we go. There we go. It's LJ. Good, uh, good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. We're glad to have you. Cheers, y'all, bros. I am so thankful and blessed that I'm here with you guys. Every day we talk, and we're always positive, and I love that, guys. So today, I'm going to start us off because we always have to be drinking while we're doing this right amen brother. that that was one of the bylaws that we <laughs> created when we first did this so i'm gonna start out with the youngest one of, of the group oh i love Zero. it dude. I love jake it. the snake what you drinking bro i don't love that i'm going first i just love that i'm the youngest one <laughs> <laughs> so, Although, I, am, I am creeping i am creeping on 33 here in about a month uh, so oh, oh man <laughs> You poor oh, baby. I'm not loving that <laughs> aspect, but I am loving being the youngest. Yes. Okay. So, you know, I, I'm going to be the predictable guy, but actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to throw one in the wrench. Last episode, Ooh. I was drinking Dr. Pepper and rum, and now I'm drinking regular Mountain Dew and rum with a splash of <laughs> lime lime juice. <laughs> So, what kind of rum wrong. are we talking about? What what kind of rum is this? You gotta know. You know, whatever's well, actually I don't say that. I was gonna say whatever's cheapest, but that's not true. So um I, I usually Bacardi is my go-to. I do prefer Captain Morgan, but it's usually like a dollar more. So mm. I'm talking twenty to twenty-one dollars. So um today I am sipping on Bacardi from uh, my, my my friends down there in Puerto Rico. Oh god, that mm. was horrible. Okay, please, mm. edit, please, Puerto someone. Edit. That was horrible. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna Puerto stop saying Rico. that. Yeah. Puerto Rico. <laughs> uh, Puerto please, Rico. Puerto Rico. Please edit Puerto that. Rico. Edit that yeah. out of the episode. So yes, I am drinking on Bacardi, and uh, <laughs> Dr Pepper comes from my mainland of Texas. So, and uh, oh, limes. there we go. Limes, limes come from everywhere. So that's what I'm sipping on. What you wait? Doing? Was Dr Pepper really from Texas? Oh yeah, I'm born and raised in Texas, dude. No shit. Yeah, out of Plano. Go look there it up, There we go. All right, cool. Well, that's, that's a fun all fact the, for another day, I guess. <laughs> all those flavors. LJ, what you sipping on, bro? What you um, drinking? I didn't want to have a hangover tomorrow, but I probably will have one. <laughs> uh, I went with the most flavorful 
waters in my fridge, which was a Miller Lite. Oh, no. He called it a water. Most flavorful water, Miller Lite. The the Miller Lite guys are going to throw tomatoes at this. Oh, Oh, They're like, fuck you, dude. Miller Lite's my life, bro. So you're talking about hangovers, though. Now, let me tell you something. I, I, I know that we've had this discussion as boys before, but there there's a hangover cure out there, and I'm not saying it's a catch-all for everybody. So what I used to do back in the day when I was young. Oh, gosh. No. I've been part of that, Steve. No. Don't you dare to. <laughs> I, I got to no. do it. You know, okay. I, I, when, you, when you're hammering and you're seeing stars and you're rolling in the bed, I used to make myself throw up, and then I would chug a bottle of water, take some ibuprofen, and I'd eat. Now, I might just be an alcoholic these days because I don't have to throw up anymore, but <laughs> I still chug a bottle of water and I still take some ibuprofen or some Tylenol and I still eat. And I tell you what, only thing I have the next day is really I'm tired because we'd be up so late. So all right. for all the listeners out there, that is a cure. Your body needs the hydration. So if I remember, nine times out of ten, I don't because I'm drunk, but I, I, I will try to put a liquid IV in my bottle. But I literally would chug a bottle of water, uh, eight ounces, take some Tylenol, some ibuprofen, and eat something um, salty and um, bready. So, like, I'll usually make some pizza pockets or uh, a mini pizza, make some chicken nuggy nugs with some of that homemade. Uh, well, I say homemade. I bought it. But uh, chicken nuggy nugs. nugs. Um, so, in the air fryer. And um, I usually wake up feeling pretty good outside of being tired. So, that's the cure for that. I know LJ's going to be good. Last week, he was drinking bad whiskey, though, two weeks ago. That's, That's right. It was Canadian whiskey. Was oh weird. yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with Canadians, but you know, he felt it the next day. I just want that to be known. There, you, you know. <laughs> you young folk gotta have your your rituals, but us old folk, we just risk it for the biscuit, wake up in the morning, and it's like <laughs> if I risk feel like shit. Well, it just sounds like my body's being a bitch. That's time to man the fuck up. <laughs> That's when you it's put true. yourself in the gut and you say, God damn it, body, man up. <laughs> Let's go I mean, to work. Man up. We, we were talking about that today, guys. We we're texting each other like, hey, we got a long day. I'm drinking. I celebrated some closings. I, I was working with the clients. And LG was like, man, the fuck up, Boggs. And I'm like, you know what? He is so right. He, he, he held me a camel. Yeah. He did. He called me a camel. And I, you know, I quivered like a little bitch. I got in the corner. I'm like, oh, man. Up. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Boggs, what you drinking on, brother? What you All right, for? So get this, guys. I went to Specs, and this mm. motherfucker named Tim pulled out this live oak. Gosh dang it. Steve, are you all right? Did you just have your yeah. roof cleaned? No, no, my wife is anger, angry, angrily letting the dog out, so go ahead. Oh, damn it. That's what it was. Tell yeah. Jill to calm down. All right, the first angry wife on the podcast. I know. I think that is the first angry wife on the podcast. Ah, uh, yes, oh, yeah. it wasn't mine. I just want. <laughs> yeah, I just want to bet. Uh, LJ got it. God <laughs> damn it, LJ did it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I owe oh, you man. a drink. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how to celebrate. <laughs> no, that, you so. owe us both drinks. I'm just saying. Sorry, right, we love you. Anyways, you're, <laughs> I know you do. We're taking in there. We love you. Anyway, moving on. So I'm drinking a live oak pre-war Pilsner. Pre-war Pilsner, and it is 5% alcohol. It is phenomenal, guys. You guys are going to love this. So I'll have to send you guys some because he dared me to drink it. So anyway, 
Moving on. Moving on. That's the word. What do you eat? What? What is in your popcorn, bro? What the? Sorry for the listener. I'm watching Seaball <laughs> on camera eating his popcorn. He's got hair coming out of his. I, that, that is exactly popcorn. what. I, so for listeners that don't know, yeah. I got three women in my house. I got my wife, my two daughters. I just made popcorn fresh out of the fucking bag, dude. And somehow I got all the freaking hair in my mouth. So that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, it was nothing but hair. I was like, "What is this?" I don't. I never understood that. And um, yeah, it was nothing but uh, hair. So I was spitting it out. Guys, I make sure my wife has no hair. How about you guys? <laughs> well, she ain't bald though. So I mean, let's. let's uh, oh no! Not, not even a landing strip. Get rid of all. I, I, I talk about the top of the head, dude. I, I don't know anything about the bottom, <laughs> lower, the lower half. You don't know anything about it. That's no, probably a problem. No, about your wife, dude. I'm talking about. I don't know if your wife. I'm has. telling you what my wife is. I, Brazilian, boom, gone. Mm. That's what. That's what. Should, it's, it's what to do it. I should have married me a Hispanic woman, then. <laughs> oh no! It's oh, no. <laughs> Goldilocks down there. I, I, I married me a Caucasian woman, so she's just prepping for winter all the time. <laughs> I don't even care. Just give me some. Just give me some variety. By the way, if my wife listening, I'm just. Kidding. Oh my god! It's not, that's not. That's not what it is. But she's right no, 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 no. with a knife. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna. God, she's gonna stab bro, the shit. Look, he looked bro. back. And for the listener, he looked back. He looked back. He really thought his wife's gonna kill him. If I'm not and, here and in next week's episode, you know why. Okay. <laughs> Let's be honest. We here. we love you so much. We would at least give you a heads up that she's coming with a knife. That's the truth. <laughs> All right. So, guys, I got to give you guys a little fun fact of the day because that's what we always do, right? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for your mind to be blown? I'm ready. I'm ready to be razzle-dazzle, dudes. Yeah. So, when we're on social media, everybody adds hashtags to their post. Yeah. Why do they do that? To get more views. There you go. Because everything's searched by hashtags, right? Right. Do you guys know that the hashtag symbol is technically called an octothorpe? By your by your silence, I would Yeah, I was gonna say no. So here, here, here's the thing. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the octo, obviously, that prefix refers to eight points on the popular symbol, which it does. The Thor still remains a mystery. However, one theory claims it became the old English word for village based on the idea that the symbol looks like a village surrounded by eight fields. Huh. Okay. Isn't that crazy? It, it, that's that is a fun. Well, yeah, it was fun. See, yeah, wow. I, not, <laughs> I mean, uh, fun or not, you know, I'm with my, my shirt off, fucking show my man titties. So <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm having fun. Yeah. Oh, yes, you are, brother. It's yeah. we're gonna information. Yeah. It, oh man, that's LG's way of saying that. Fucking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> man, LG and I have a code. I read his code. He's like, <laughs> throw that shit out. Do no better next here. time. No good. No good. <laughs> All right. So tonight we have the subject brought to us by our main man driving them trucks with the triaxles. Triaxles. 
the dump yeah. trucks. Our main man, and, that, and that means three, by the way. Yeah, yes. it does. It does. For those that don't know what try means, yeah. Yep. So I'll that, drop it on us, bro. All right. Drop so it on us. Segue into and and to me, I think it's a hot button topic. It always is, but you know, and I'm gonna narrow it down a couple of ways because it's uh so broad. But I want to talk about guns. Firearms, mm. but I want I want to narrow it down because it's such a broad topic. Where are we going with this? And there's so many people that talk about it. Well, I want to talk about safety with those guns and firearms. But again, I want to take it even a step further. Like I said, it's such a broad topic. But I think being safe and the safety of using them is definitely important to everybody. So that next step is where we're at as as Americans as as a society. And preparing the future, our future, our kids, uh, to be responsible uh, owners, uh, users. So when I'm talking about guns, firearms, and safety, I want to narrow it all the way down to preparing our kids and what maybe each of us has already done. And I know this might be a little more difficult for Jacob, but I know because... The man he is and the strong and independent women, I already see that he's raising, that he's probably already given this this topic some thought because it's, it's going to be in their future. But I don't know if either one of you knew. I kind of looked up. I was like, I'm curious to what extent or where this is at with Americans. They're saying on average, there's about 1,300 children that die each year from firearm-related incidents. Oh, wow. And I, I really Damn. wanted to narrow it down to, you know, how many more children get a hold of guns. But, yes, 1,300, on average, children each year die from firearm-related incidents. So That's horrible. I, I'll start, like I said, I like starting with, with Bogsy, you know, and what, if anything, have you done so far with your children uh, when it comes to firearms and safety, either buying, using, uh, anything, what, what have you done to prepare your kids? Man, you know what? I feel like I'm always starting this thing out. So um, that's a tough subject. I was there, but that's a horrible statistic. Yeah. And yes, it is. Yes, it is. what I would say is that I have shown my boys they all of them they've shot ARs, they've shot AKs, they've shot nine millimeters, they've shot handguns. I showed them how powerful they are. Shotguns, they've done 12 gauge shotguns, all my all my stuff. And I showed them what power they have, how to take care of them, but how deadly they are. And so I've walked them through that if you ever, ever see a gun laying out anywhere. What's your first thing you ever do? And they both, well, I say both because my youngest one, 17 and 10, they both know they don't touch it. They will not touch it. They've been trained. If they see a gun laying out, that's the last thing they'll touch. And the first thing they'll do is they'll go find an adult and say, hey, there's a gun laying out. And they, they have been trained to do that because all my guns, by the way, are all locked up in safes. I bought them on Amazon. There's no 
absolutely no fucking excuse for you not to have a safe for your guns. Um, I agree. I hate to I hate to say it. I've seen some buddies of mine that don't have safes on their guns, and you can open their closets, and they'll have like five or six AKs or ARs just sitting there, and they got kids running around. I, I again, I can't say anything about that. All I would know that that's not what I would want because at the end of the day. I don't ever, ever want any of my boys getting access to it and doing something by accident. Not not on purpose, but because my boys aren't like that, but on accident because they have to understand the lethal impact these guns have. That, that's a big deal, especially nowadays, guys, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it's, it's important. If you're going to be a gun owner, you should absolutely have a safe. Especially if, you have, especially if you have children, uh, even if you have um, nieces and nephews or cousins, uh, just any time, there's more than likely going to be children at your home one time or another. You should be doing the best you can to uh, keep those things safe, let alone if you were to get broke into and, and yeah. those were trying to get, you know, someone was to take them. So, so I, would I take one further, and I didn't say children, people that are not accustomed to firearms you need to have them safely protected yeah they say i let i let off with boxy because i know that you know jacob you have younger kids but i was i was saying that i know that you've probably already given this some thought because i already know the individual that you are and the very strong independent young ladies that you are um parenting what, if anything, have you done already or what is uh, like a plan of attack that you have in the future to make sure that your your kids, you know, know firearms and, and safety? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. So um, I'm going to touch a little bit of what Boxer said. So, I mean, so for me, the first thing is that I, I, you know, every time I have, so I am a qualified law enforcement officer with the Department of Defense. So I always have a gun on me. And so, you know, I usually have it in my waist or I have it in my bag. And so my kids. What do you carry? You got to know. Um, so usually, um, it, well, nine times out of ten, I'm carrying a three hundred eight, but I do prefer the nine mil. But it's a little bit heavier, uh, so. And you know how uh, I like to dress to not impress. Got my exactly. I got my my basketball shorts yeah, on. Yeah, basketball so shorts nine on. Nine times out of ten, I'm carrying a three hundred eight with a hollow point, though. So, but that's besides the point. Um, I love my forty. Ooh, yeah. I, I got a forty. Damn, it's just, got I got cannon. a forty. It's just so heavy, though, dude. That's a big boy. It is a big boy. So that's a hand um, cannon. <laughs> it is a hand cannon. Um, so they know because of my line of work or what I do, it's like um I, I coach them all the time. So I'm glad you brought that up. So first thing is that like Bob is saying is education, education, education. So all the time I tell them, you know, I'll quiz them, I'll have it on me. Because every now and then they're curious, oh daddy, do you have your gun on you? We'll go to the store or whatever it is. And it's like, yes, baby, you know, I got it on me. Okay, but what do we do? And I also, so what do you do if you see the gun on the floor or, you're, or you see dad's gun? What do you do with it? I don't touch it. That's right. You know, or I'll tell them, hey, or they give you the wrong answer because they're six and seven. Sometimes they do. You know, oh, I don't touch it. Or or no, you don't. I tell them, you remember, you don't touch it, right? Um, so that's the first thing is just tell them, like, hey, and, and, I, and I tell them, you know, sometimes some people in my family think it's a little bit oh, oblique, but I would say, hey, you know, I know you're only seven, but guns kill people, even on accident. 
So I say, hey, mm-hmm. this is very dangerous. I'll let them know that you can take somebody's life with it. So that's the first thing is education. The second thing, well, no, I think it's another point of education. So I also, there's been times where, you know, and people can judge me as much as they want. I will clear my handgun or my ER-15 and I let them hold it. And I let them say, look, feel this. Okay, it's heavy. Yeah. But guess what? What you have in your hand right now is a power to take somebody's life. I know that sounds very dark, but I let them know that like, hey, this can kill somebody. And I say, if you're not safe with it, I said, and I, but I also explained to them like, hey, there is guns are perfectly safe if you handle it that way. And I explained that to them like, look, don't be scared of this gun. You know, be scared that it could take your life, but if you handle it right, it's going to be okay. And so I coach yeah. them like that, you know, and they're getting to the age now where probably in the next year or so, I'm going to get a BB gun and I'm going to start taking the target practice in the backyard. My thing is education and also knowing the difference, you know, um, not to get too far on a tangent, but I was in Highland Park. I was stationed in North Chicago last year and um, they had that that 4th of July shooting. And I don't know if y'all are up on it a little bit, but I think we, well, I know y'all are because we talked about it because I lived there. Mm-hmm. I lived in Highland Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happened. Now, luckily, I was at LJ's house for that weekend. Now, just because I say that doesn't mean I would have been at that parade, but I know I, for a fact I wasn't going to be because I was at LJ's house for 4th of July, but... Um, you know, a lot of reports came out after that shooting that the parents knew that the son had symptoms and was irresponsible, and yet they yep. still left their guns unsafe, right? Yep. So, so those their first two, they're liable, right? And, they, and actually, the father is getting be. charged. Their father's getting charged. So the third thing I Good. do is that so if my handgun is not on me, it is locked up, and my AR-15, I do not have a safe big enough for it. But I do have a chamber lock on it, and the keys are hiding are hiding in the safe. So the only person that knows the code is me, my wife. So I keep my guns locked up 100%. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes we come home from a long day. I'll take my gun out of my pocket. I'll put it in a, on top of the cabinets in the kitchen. Can my kids still get to there if they really want to? Yes. I'll leave it there for an hour or two. But before I go to bed or before I leave it unattended for more than an hour, I definitely lock it up. I'm not saying it has to be perfect every time because I'm not that type of dude. You know, life happens, right? But I do keep it safely protected. And I think that's the most, you know, I, I don't know. Out of, your, out of your statistic, I am really curious at how many of those were young adults that just were fucking around with it and shot somebody. Because I, I know that happens quite a few times a year. And I, my goal in life is to make sure my kids don't do that. But I feel like I preach it enough for my kids understand don't mess with weapons, you know, unless it's directed by somebody. So those are my answers. Um, gun safety, gun preaching, and then gun um, security are my three answers. Oh, you said you guys touched on exactly the same things I do. You know, when, when my kids were younger, we started them out with BB guns, teaching them the safety of just something so simple to me. But still, it's just like where the barrels aimed, how, you know, when when you're shooting, when you're not shooting. And then we just moved up within the past two years. Now they're shooting a, a 22 and uh, you know, we, we went, when we went camping for a uh, 4th of July weekend this year, the boys got to shoot it down there at the farm and target practice. And Luke was actually the best out of the three, you know, cause we had a target, we scored him and everything. And, and Luke, Luke pretty much dominated, but 
you oh, know, after, yeah, after their first round of, of all shooting together, I, I asked him, I was like, so can this 22 kill anyone? And they all surprisingly said no. I said, Ooh. no, this yeah. gun will kill somebody. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's also, yeah, again, I point to Bogsy on a lot of things I've learned in life over these past few years is, is you want to know, uh, it's a curiosity, right? There, there's something you say about, um, curiosity, when they, kill yeah, the when cat. You, exactly. You, you, when you, when you ask somebody to find out more, it's out of curiosity. There's some, there's a way that Bogsy, Bogsy, there's a way that she say that, right? Yes, absolutely. Curiosity, curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but but yeah, so I asked him about that, and you know, it was it, it was eye opening to me that I still wasn't doing a good enough job as a, as a parent to really teach them the importance. But the real the the big thing too about that, you know, starting with BB guns and moving to twenty two is getting them to understand the difference between reality and their video games because my boys all play all those. You know, oh, first yeah. person shooter games yep. and, and really getting them to understand the difference and the importance and the safety. And and you guys t- touched on it is is safe. So I just got a big safe two years ago now. Fits all the guns. Used to be just locked in a plastic one. And I feel so much more, so big that I've been yeah. there in two fourth of lies and forgot my gun there. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Damn yeah. that big. It was locked up. So, yeah. yeah. I love like, that. You still <laughs> wait, does LJ still have your no? I got nope. it back this last time oh, before I moved. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So big I brought brought multiple guns with me and forgot one mm. in the safe. So mm. this next so I don't know if I've told you this guy this story, but it is something that I think about probably at least once a month. And this is nothing to knock down on my parents and the way I was raised. But and, and my dad was an avid hunter and uh but I wasn't really taught gun safety as a as a kid. So eight or nine years old, uh we were hanging out at a at a friend's house. You know, it was maybe about six or seven of us. And the two older boys, you know, somewhere between four and five years older than me they go into their the one of the boys's bedrooms and there's a shotgun that's readily available oh yeah. shit sit there okay yeah heard so they 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 are playing with it they set it down i pick it up one of the girls happened to be in the room i pick it up i set it down it goes off it ricocheted Whoa, how old were you i was eight or nine it, ricocheted, it ricocheted that around that room and went into her Five or six times, so what? mainly LJ? all for real. Ma- yes, mainly all into the leg, and uh, I still think about it every day. It just it just haunts the hell out of me, and I I have this person as a friend on my Facebook, and I tell myself every day I want to I want to reach out and uh, and apologize, but uh, that's scary, dude. Go ahead, brother. It's okay. yeah, wait, no, that's scary, he, brother. I mean, he's having a moment, and I don't. Well, it's like okay. Him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, you this teaching your kids the gun safety is is you know near you, and dear to all, me. You, LJ, you know that wasn't your fault, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure she forgave you. I'm sorry that you went to that. I have known you for years, and I never knew this story. I locked so, down a lot of stuff, so. You are a fucking onion and a half. I swear to God, you're oh, like God. an onion wrapped in a fucking burrito, 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was even you know on uh, it was even on Rescue Nine One One. You know, back in the what? day when that was big. Yes. So no shit. You know, they they I know, portrayed I know the, the whole show thing. That my wife, that my mother, Try, my mom. To fuck out. My my LJ is famous for shooting a girl in a leg. I wouldn't I, turn I, it that way. I'm so sorry. I'm flabbergasted. I didn't know how to say it. I was trying to say it. I don't know if I would turn it that way. Yes. That's oh, bro. Say. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it was a rough day. And, you know, the kids were still there and uh, told me, just just go home and and and. and don't tell nobody. And, you know, I was still shocked and I went home and yeah, put my swim trunks on told me, that, yeah, let's go swim. And then of course cops show up and off to the, off to the precinct we go for me to give my testimony my side of the story. So it was, you know, <laughs> but you never did jail time. No, no. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I mean, I think at that There's age, a, you know, it's probable cause and it's an accident. Yeah. yeah it's but, an accident. Yeah. But, but like you said, it's, it's the, it is the parent's responsibility to if they if they want to own them, they need to make sure they're put away safely because sometimes no matter how much you want to teach your kids, they can still be curious. Like I said, curiosity oh, yeah. killed the cat. So you, yep. you got to take, you know, you don't want to be liable for something, and you really need to take full responsibility for those, you know, firearms that you purchase. And then also, you know, I if you got them in your home, teach your kids. You know, it, it it's okay for them to understand, you know, the difference between reality and 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 the video games and and how they sh- shouldn't touch them, and then even teach them. There may be a day, there may be one of these end of the world things, and I want to be just like uh, what's what's his face in the Patriot, where he's teaching his, he's telling his kids, oh, no, aim small, yeah. yeah, aim small, yeah. miss small. I, yeah. you know, if it comes down to it, I want my kids to, you know what? I can't even go in and be like, you know what? It's time. It's time to put some motherfuckers. It ain't going to happen in this small town. <laughs> well, I always watch uh, The Walking Dead, right? So like, that would be phenomenal. Man. Train these guys. LJ, I've been in you for years. I've never heard that story. Thank you for sharing. Yep. Um, like I said, it's near and dear to me. And, and I knew you wow. guys, you know, take take you know full accountability for your actions and and then oh, share, yeah. share that to your kids and i know my topic was kind of short but you know that no not at all man it's extremely important no. that if you're going to own then you be responsible and you do the right thing to to safeguard them and and to teach absolutely so what I, what i would say to that is that yes education everything can be out the door right but you get to a certain point where sometimes when people want to do what they want to do they're going to do it right and i'm not trying to get in the whole gun control conversation right now that's not what i was looking at but so i just want that to be prefaced for my point of view is that sometimes you can do everything you can and sometimes it's still not enough in today's society now here's the thing though so i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say that because this is what i'm about to say so y'all are a little bit older than me, not by much, but a little bit older. But even in the early nineties when I was growing up, my grandpa's had my grandpa's had guns hanging up in the back of their trucks. They had um, you know, their rifle stands and you know, sitting in the fucking entryway of the, the, the house, you know, it was and they were just there. They had a lock on them, but they never were. I used to go hunting with my grandpa, you know. The bullets were there, the shotguns, the three oh three oh eights and um you know, whatever it was, but from an early age, I understood that, Hey, that's a weapon. Don't mess with it. 
And I, 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 I'm really curious to learn what the difference is between then and now. Because even though guns have not changed, they've always been able to kill people. They've always been dangerous. So what's the difference? Is the difference is, is that we're more sanitized to it? Or the difference is we're getting less education. And so I hope that, that by educating our children, which I know all of us are doing, that won't happen as much. Because I know, you know, it's a touchy subject. There have been a lot of school shootings. Um, yeah. I don't want to get into it too much because I don't know what the right answer is. But, like, I feel like more often than not, those the people that have done these type of things have had access to them. They really shouldn't have. And I yes. feel like it's a failure on either the parent or on society itself. That's neither here say. But so I'm glad you brought this up. I'm thankful for sharing. But th- that was just what I was getting at. It's amazing how things have changed. But it's good to know that there's people like us out there that were grew up that way, and we still teach our kids that way from the get go. Now I've seen videos of toddlers carrying guns since I've had a kid. I've never, I'm, well, yeah, they're they're out there, man. You know, I, me and my wife like to watch IPD or um, I think it's called All Patrol now. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen children on those shows that I mean, I'm talking two years old or less, walking out with guns in their hands or shooting somebody in the leg, and you hear in the news every now and then, oh, today a three year old shot his mom in the leg, and I'm like, I'm like, guns have never been in my child's reach without my mm-hmm. explicit supervision. Um, once again, I preface that because sometimes I come home from a long day at work or whatever it is. I have my gun in my bag, but I'm right there. If I'm ever going to leave more than 30 seconds, like, I mean, I okay, that's an exaggeration. But, like, if I know I'm going to leave for an, experience, a, a, an expedited amount of time, I lock it up. But I feel like that's a failure on the parent. And so, but still, as we were kids, I don't think my grandparents – and my dad ever really laid on me. Guns are bad, but I just knew from a get-go um, that hey, don't don't fuck with this man. This can take somebody's life. And I think that's the that's the real issue there is that people don't realize and they don't coach that. That's like this can take somebody's life. Like you pull this trigger, and that person's not waking up tomorrow. And that's my little rant. So, Bugs, what you got? No, I I I hundred percent agree. And sorry, I'm. I'm getting my neighbors texting me right now because I left them hanging <laughs> on a on a birth on a birthday party, right? They're like, oh, but we're almost done. You can ask them see. No, 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 yeah, I know. And that's what I say. But they're they're so supportive. That's what I love about my neighbors. Man, they're they're awesome. They're like, hey, don't ever, ever apologize for leaving. Um here's the deal. LJ brought up a really sensitive subject and it really hit him hard. And I appreciate you doing that. Guys, as a kid, I was a bad kid. I was acting out because my too. dad and my mom weren't married. And it was a fight. My mom, you know, we, we want to go to that. But I started fires at my, my friend's house. My best friend's house. My best friend's house, Jan and Steve Schmidt, if they ever hear this, I love you guys. You guys are saints because you <laughs> you took my bullshit story, and I know you knew the truth. I drilled a fucking cordless drill into their dining room table. It was a big dining room table, beautiful table. And I was like, eh, I drug a big old hole through it, and they caught me. And I'm like, oh, man, it was an accident. I, I didn't know what happened. I was, you know, And they knew it. And then I... 
set a fire on their garage. I fucking lit gasoline all over the side of the garage and try to, yeah, I tried to burn their down their garage because I thought it was funny. Cause at the end of the day I was a destructive kid. I had nothing. We were growing up in an inner city. There was nothing going on. And so my way of acting out was like, I'm going to cause as much problems as I can. But Jan and Steve Schmidt, they were angels. They, well, guys, we, I'm going to have to tell you this. We used to go to the university and we used to sneak in her office and then we'd pull snack machines into her office and we'd fucking break into these things, steal all the money, then steal the candy and prop it open where we could get the candy anytime we wanted if we just twisted it backwards. They never had they never had a clue, but they always backed us up. They're like, you know what? These kids are good kids. And <laughs> we weren't. We weren't we weren't. So I guess what I'm getting at is that you had some things happen to you, LJ. And it and it's res it's it's put an imprint on you. And I've had things that imprinted on me that I would never ever want to repeat. And all we got to do is learn from mistakes, right? They just say the definition. Uh, not man, I'm I'm so I'm sorry. The definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, different right? Yeah, right. And so all we can know is that you know what? If you're going to be a gun owner and you're going to be a responsible gun owner, gun gun owner, you need to show your kids what that gun does. And show them how to take care of it, how to clean it, how to break it down. And also that you don't ever disrespect the power that 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 weapon has. And unfortunately, too many parents nowadays, they just let social media teach these kids what's going on. And that's not the way to do it. That's my opinion. Agreed. Yep. I said this, you know, back to the safety thing. If if someone out there, if your idea of safety is not having one at all, hey, that that's, that's your fine. choice. Yeah, yes, yeah. but if, but if your choice is to have one, we're saying is you know be responsible, you know, lock it up, uh, and and educate, teach those that are around you to to know the dangers and how to safely operate and and and, and maintain that very potentially destructive piece of equipment so i wouldn't say yeah. very. i mean if you point it just right it's going to be dangerous 100 mm-hmm. percent um sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but like i mean this no. i wouldn't say there's never in any situation is very even if yeah. you shoot a lake on accident yeah i mean you hit an artery and it's going to kill them in within minutes right um and that's so um you know, I, I've been deployed before, and and it, we've had situations that have arise where it's like you, you get these new young cats coming out to deployments and stuff, and they feel like you know it's cool, you know, in the country, and you're kind of a badass, right? Like it's like, oh, hot dog, we are, it's America, waving their guns around, and easily, I've, I, you know, I knew a person that was fucking around with this shit and shot himself in his leg on his own leg, man, and cut, yeah. cut his artery. You know, we put a tourniquet on it. We we did it what we could, but by the time that the ambulance got there, within minutes, it was it was too late, man. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's that that's all that's only my thing. It's like, wow, even by accident, oh. it's 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 guns are dangerous. They are, 
100 percent. I and I and and when I meet people, you know, I'm a Republican. You know, I do like guns. I do believe in bear your own bear bear right to bear arms. But I do think there's a fine line. And when people are idiots, it's like, OK, you know, I'm not saying they deserved it, but guns kill people. They do. They're very dangerous. So if you handle it right, though, you avoid all that situation. You know, it's uh, and I think that's what we're all getting across with our kids these days is like um, guns are dangerous, you know, but I don't chalk it up to being any more dangerous than a car. I don't yep. chalk it up being any more dangerous than alcohol or drugs. Or, I mean, by God, skydiving. I think, you know, out of a thousand people that skydive, like like 87 of those people still die every year. You know, that's that's a broad number, but it's pretty accurate, close to it. You know, everything can kill you with in moderation, right? So I know I'm getting a little side tangent here, but um go ahead, LJ. Mm-hmm. So what else you got? But the that's just my thing. I just you, I just you bring up a good known. point. You you bring up a good point that you know, there's things out there that are just as destructive as as a gun. You bring up vehicles. I can name almost a dozen people within a 10, 15 mile radius. And I'm just, I'm just saying people either I'm saying kids that have died due to car accidents around here and they never you know really say what the issue what the what the cause was but it's i was just saying that to my 15 year old the other day i was like you know what i don't know what i'd do if i lost you and you understand you understand that uh i drive totally different than what i think you should drive i've been driving for you know 20 plus years and the you know things can happen accidents happen and but you have the experience yeah and that might be the difference of you walking with one in the chamber and him walking with one in the clip and i would chalk it up to that Ooh, right there you go yeah i mean that's what it is and because my you know my i, I that's how much i coach my kids my kids are like oh do you have one loaded and i'll tell them yes i have one in the chamber sometimes where we go if it's more busy i usually don't chamber one because I do have that nervous factor of me dropping it or something, even though it's in my bag or it's in my back. You know, I'm like, when I'm in more stressful situations, I keep one chamber. But I tell them, and that's the same thing with like what LJ is saying, right? It's like, it's a difference, right? And so education is important. So mm-hmm. that's what I was really going to get at. Let's go ahead, LJ. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I think I think that's all I kind of had, unless you guys had something more to add. My, I, I tried narrowing it down as much as possible to be as specific as possible on what it is I really wanted to uh, address because it's firearms and guns is such a broad topic and you can get so many mixed reviews and so many mixed feelings and emotions about it. And I really wanted to, I really think everybody could agree on is trying to make them as safe as possible. It's a part of life. Guns are. So, so what I will say, and I'm going to ask this question, and we might lose some followers for this, and I'm okay with that because you know, ultimately, we're here for us. We This is what a regular conversation we'd have on a regular day, but we decided to broadcast it. So let me ask you the guys this. Are guns a problem or are people a problem? Uh-huh. People. People. I was just, I was just going to say that. So I have a really great friend, beautiful lady. She's the name of mine, right? She is anti-gun to the max. Right. Everything has happened. It's like, no, ban the guns, take the guns away. And I I will not fault her one bit because, you know, at the end of the day, 
I know where her heart is. She aches means well. because she means well. But where, and I've, I've, this is the phrase that I've always heard, where emotion exists, logic doesn't. And what happens is people get emotional about these gun violence. Like, I mean, we've had more gun violence than ever before. And they always want to blame the gun manufacturers or the, the laws that make it so easy to get gun. Criminals don't give a shit about the laws. Nope. We already know that. People don't kill people because they're like, uh, well, me kill somebody today. <laughs> right. I was like, well, the law says I shouldn't. So, and, and Republican, you know, Democrat, liberal, conservative, whatever. We all are a human race and we all want everybody to live in safety and in peace. And the problem is, in my opinion, is that peace will never come with laws given by government saying that you can't do any of these things because unlawful people commit crimes. Yep. So that's my opinion of it, and I get it. He, you know, uh, like I said, I have a really amazing neighbor. I love her to death. She's amazing. Um, and there's nothing wrong with her agreeing that way, right? I mean, and, no. and, and that and that's the other problem we have today is that oh, you don't agree with me. Oh, you're something wrong with you then. No, yeah. this country was founded on people not agreeing. I mean, yeah. there was even though we didn't have the 100%. Republican and Democrat back in 1776 when our country was created. There were two sides of gun rights and their freedom of speech. But ultimately, they said, you know what? This is what our country's built on is not agreeing, but understanding that we want the freedom to disagree about things. So I'm yeah. going to say that. Um, and you love your neighbor. I know who you're talking about, but it's like, you know, it's okay. It doesn't make her any worse. It's just that's her beliefs. That's your beliefs. And it's good that you can have this conversation. It's good that we can have these conversations together. And I hope that uh -huh. people in this universe can have that conversation. So much in today's society, it's like, oh, my God, you don't believe in me or you don't believe what I'm saying. Well, you're just a fucking idiot. It's like, well, OK, so I don't believe, you know, in transgender. And I'm not saying that I I personally don't believe in it, but I respect it, though. Right. And that, 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 I don't mean to go on that tangent. No, it's like, oh, my God, because I don't believe in it. And I'm a horrible person. Well, no, you know, I just I don't agree with it, but I don't respect those people. And I do. Um. So, LJ, I know I'm kind of taking over to like this last part here, but so, yeah, so what, what, segue. No, no, but let's say, no, what are you thinking though? So, like, is there a difference? You know, I mean, people left and right, gun rights, not gun rights. I feel like people have the issue and not the guns. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I I 100% agree. It's it's the people. It's not it's not the gun. It's not the laws. Like you said, the Bogsy said is. If you create more laws or try to take guns away, all you're doing is taking away either you're doing one of two things. You're either going to take it away from the law abiding citizens or you're going to create more criminals. Exactly. Because most of these people that have guns, I only want them. I'm not I'm not giving my gun up. It's not going to happen. Me so 100 percent. But yeah, let, let's close on that. Let's, you know. Because I want to keep it as close to that safety and, and thinking about your kids and those you're around and, and really being response a responsible gun owner. And you know, let's let's get into the closer. 
Jake? So before I get into closer, so let me zoom out two pieces about the whole um, gun rights, no gun rights, right? So I, like I asked Boggs and I asked you, so it, everybody thinks it's like, oh, you know, ban guns, ban guns. But here's the thing, not believe it or not, people don't realize that more people die every year from drunk driving than they do weapons. Now, I'm not saying that's right. Neither one of them is right. I have lost people to drunk drivers. Um, but are cars still legal? They are. Are alcohol still legal? It is. It's all about education, right? People just yep. want something to blame it on. And yes, ultimately, I feel like Guns are much more easier, accessible, and they do more damage ultimately than anything else, more than alcohol, more than vehicles. And I feel like it's an easy target because ultimately, when you think about it, people, cars, and then guns, the size difference. I think it's picking a little guy, right? There needs to be something done, and I want that to be said. I'm not, and and I feel like my my other podcast hosts agree with me. There's something needs to be done. I'm not sure what it is. Taking guns away from the law by citizen is not the answer. Well, let me say this. And Nico LaHood, great friend of mine, he used to be the DA for San Antonio. He said this, and it hits me hard. And he was a liberal, by the way. He's a Democrat. He said, when you take away the moral compass, there is no true north. Amen. Nobody knows what true north is. They don't know what direction they're headed because if you fight so hard to take God out of school and you fight so hard to take prayer out of school, these kids don't know what the true north is. And there's a direct line from ethics of what we're supposed to believe in and what we're supposed to uphold to God. And if you take that away, we are clueless. It's like, have you guys ever seen that that movie with uh, Sandra Bullock and, uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember. It was in a space movie. And uh, it was George Clooney, Sandra Bullock. I want to say um, it was uh, Gosting. Yeah, or uh, uh, oh, I can't remember. In space. Yes. yes. Debbie does so, so, No, no. no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Damn it. No, no, no. But but the whole point of that movie was at the very beginning, as soon as that debris hit the space shuttle and threw them, it throws them off for a loop. They have no idea where they're at. They're, they have no idea where if what's oh, opposite, what down. Guess I can't remember the movie. But the point is, is if you take the moral compass away, and that's gravity, where, gravity. Gravity. Thank just you. Came to me. God dang it, you came into the clutch. Yeah, go ahead. LJ, have you seen Gravity? I gotta ask you that. No. Bro. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Debbie Dutch Dallas either. Well, <laughs> me well, neither. You are missing out, brother. Yeah, yeah, Gravity needs to see it. But I guess my point is this, in what El, what Nikos told, told us, he's a very smart man. If you take away that direct line to God, because you can just and that's the world. That's what the world world wants us to do. There is no direct result. There is no God. There is no prayer. There is no yeah. one being that you can ask for. No, it's it's man's made up ideas and how this. No, that's not the way it works. So, LJ, you brought up a really good topic. And at the end of the day, when we're it's dealing with, yeah, yeah, when, when we're dealing with gun violence, it's 
rampant more than ever. And I truly believe it's because we've taken God out of everything. And kids nowadays, parents nowadays, they're so upset and they're hell bent. If you don't know that the Bible is the manual for how we live, and if you read that, people will understand it. But if they don't, and this is, again, I get it. People are going to be upset with me. They don't understand what really is right and what really is wrong. Yeah. You, 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 you got to understand that. So it's, it's, it really is hard to know the difference. I hope that makes sense. It does. But we are running low on time here, my boys. So gotcha. Um, LJ, I, you know what? I'm not going to lie. That was the first serious serious topic we've had since we've been in on uh yeah you know what what better way to do it on our 10th anniversary there we go so (laughs) um shout out to lj for bringing the good topic look guns are dangerous it is our god-given right by the constitution and i believe in that and i think all americans do and if you don't like it this might not be the podcast for you i'm gonna want to be the one to say it um but we don't push anybody's face and i agree that guns are dangerous but there's a way around it Neither here saying near they're saying. Um it's getting late and we are ready to wrap this up. So um LJ, thanks for bringing that to our to the table today. I appreciate it. Gun safety is important. But you know what's even more important is funny jokes. And I got one for y'all today. There we go. So let's do it. Not only yeah. did I come up with gravity, because I mean I spit ball the top mm-hmm. of my head. Um isn't it amazing. You know what you know what I would really like to talk about one day is the power of the brain. I'm sitting there. I'm listening to you actively. And I'm like, oh, sitting there close up. And I remember her falling. And I'm like, wait, something about her falling. And I'm like, gravity, gravity. You know, that <laughs> was awesome. The most dangerous weapon in this earth is a man who's horny. I'm just gonna say that. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will, we will work our wives into. Any, we'll do whatever we gotta do. Um, but that's not my joke for the day, by the way. So, um, good oh. topics. Um, episode ten, big deal, guys. So we're getting there. Um, I'm I, I'm glad that we are here. I think we we bounce ideas back and forth, and I would love to hear from the listener if they like the surprise topic. Um, and I actually I think Bogsy, you're next on the main topic. So maybe you could bring another guest, or I brought the last guest, but hopefully you can bring a guest for us. And I want it to be a surprise, brother. But that's All just right. me. So. All right. So dad joke of the day, you know, I got to get a little dirty, get a little flirtatious, you know, that's how it is. So, all right, before we end the show, dad joke of the day, how was a push-up bra like a bag of chips? They're both inflated. (laughs) Okay, there you go. You're you're in the general realm of where I'm getting at. But yes, go ahead and give me, Bogsy, what's your guess? How is a push-up bra like a bag of chips? There's got a lot of air in there. I Man, y'all are both advertisement. Well, Mm. y'all are spreading the money. Okay, it's before we start guessing anymore. So the the, the joke of the dad joke of the day is, how is a push-up bra like a bag of chips? Well, let me tell you. As soon as you open it, you realize it's half empty. Oh, Oh, damn it. But I still love the contents. I, you know what? I love, I love me no, a full bag no. of chips. But yes, I'm I I'm going to call a bullshit on LJ's comment. If it's an egg <laughs> cup, those are anthills. 
You don't like Aunt Helen. So you're talking about this. a travel size bag of tricks. Me and LJ are boob guys. We got to have I know you are. cups or more. If you I get definitely do, but I love some nipples. So, I mean. Well, oh, talking, yeah. Are we talking yeah. pepperoni Wait, man style? nipples? Not, not yours. I, you, I, I, yeah, just go ahead. Are we talking pepperoni style? Or <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I kind of like, you know. I, I I like to see them all to ju- to decide. You know what? I'm okay. glad that we add some humor to episode ten. Uh, we got a little dark there. Yeah, but we, we got but, uh, yeah, we, um, we nipples, pepperonis. So look, push up bras or half a half glass full type of situation. That's that's where I'm trying to get at. Okay, there we go. All, all right. of them young young adults out there in the club, you know, hanging on some ladies. It might not be the same way, you know, but it's all right. All right, guys. Well, just like we do every time, Bonzi, what is your motto of the day? Lay it on the brother. You know what? Every day you got to live it up, guys. All right. And then, of course, LJ comes in with the... Celebrate every day. Celebrate every day. <laughs> and, of course, your main man, Steve-O, says, stay positive, my friends. And for three men and a baby, Mike, that's episode 10. Later. Later. Later.